Welcome to our Frontline City Church podcast. This message will activate and inspire you in the supernatural love of God to find your purpose and reach your destiny through Christ. So this week I was quite perturbed as I watched many people go through really tough things. Many things go through things that isn't nice or it's, it's really hard. And so I want to start in Habakkuk 3 from verse 17. And the question is, why do we serve God? Though the cherry trees don't blossom and the strawberries don't ripen, through the apples are worm-eaten and the wheat fields are stunted, though the sheep pens are sheepless and the cattle barns are empty. So most of us are not farmers, but this is talking about the life giving the support you have to meet your daily needs are not happening that which you expected to happen as a christian isn't happening and this is the scripture that says to us well i'm not only going through moonshine and roses people think when i give my life to christ all my problems go away And I've just got no issues ever again in life because I've given my life to Christ. But this scripture starts with though. So it's got a, even though this is happening, and he's just taking that and saying, but my supply isn't what it should be. Um, The old translation said, even though the fig tree doesn't blossom. But the translators thought, well, maybe people won't know what a fig tree is anymore. They'll know better what a cherry tree and strawberries that are not ripening. But it talks about it's not going how you expected it to go. Though the apples are worm-eaten and the wheat fields are stunted and the sheep pens are sheepless and the cattle barns are empty, I'm singing joyful praise to God. I'm turning cartwheels of joy to my Savior God. What happens to your faith when things get tough? Do you still have cartwheel of joy faith in the times of toughness? In the times when you can't meet that which you have to meet, when you can't do the basics of what you should be able to do? Do you still sing joyful praise? Or is this just death coming out of your mouth? This is the scripture that says, I'm not serving God for what he's doing for me. I'm serving God for who he is. I'm serving God in spite of tough times. I'm not only serving God with joy in good times. Your joy has got to be stable. Even though your conditions go up and down. Even though your experiences, sometimes you have abundance. Paul says, I know how it is to abound and I know how it is to abase. But we have to stay in this joy that is like cartwheel happiness, jumping up and down and doing a little skip when you walk. Or are you walking just, oh no, I can't get out of bed today because I can't face another day. Oh, woe is me, I'm just a worm. Or can we take it in the midst of trouble, in the midst of pain, in the midst of failure, in the midst of lack? Can we still have joy? Sure. Counting on God's rule to prevail. 
I take heart and gain strength. Church, it's time to take heart. At the end of 2020, don't end 2020 in a position of down. Don't end 2020 in a position of saying, I don't have any hope. Take heart and gain strength. He says, I run like a deer and I feel like I'm the king of the mountain. I feel like I'm the king of the mountain even though I'm taking strain. Even though things are not the way I thought it's going to be. Even though 2020 wasn't what was prophesied. I'm standing here on the king of the mountain and I'm saying I'm on top of the world. Talks about a joy that goes so deep. Now I want to turn to Zechariah. The messenger angel again called me to attention. It was like being awakened out of a deep sleep. And he said, what do you see? God always wants you to see something. What do you see? So I want to ask you, as you're sitting here and you look at your life and you look at what, who God is, what do you see? And he answered, I see a lampstand of solid gold with a bowl on top. Seven lamps, each with seven spouts, and set on the bowl. And there's two olive trees on either side of the bowl. Then I asked the messenger, what does this mean, sir? Okay, if I now had here seven bowls with seven spouts on the seven bowls and two olive trees. And I said, look what God's saying. We're all going to go, what are you saying, God? This doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. Then he said to me, this is God's message um, oh yeah, the messenger asked, can't you tell? And I said, no, sir. Next verse. There she said, this is God's message to Zerubbabel. Okay, all of you that knows, my car is called Zerubbabel because of this passage of scripture. You can't force these things. They only come about through my spirit. I've seen people try and have faith. I'm going to push this thing. And they try and work up faith instead of just relying on the Spirit of God. Yes, sometimes we have to stick it out, but you can't force it. They only come about through my Spirit, says the God of the angel armies. What is our God's name? He calls himself the God of the angel armies. He wants to intervene. He's not a God that's far away. He's a God that's right here and he's got an army of angels to come and intervene in your situation. And he said, God of the army, so big mountain, who do you think you are? Tell your problem. Who do you think you are? I want to for a second address financial lack. At the end of 2020, I believe financial lack has really come and taken a hold of the people of South Africa. And I want to say to you, big mountain of financial lack, who do you think you are to challenge the God of gods, to challenge the God of the angel armies? Okay, next verse for us. Next to Zerubbabel, you are nothing but a molehill. Whose financial problems feels this big? Tell it, it's only a molehill. You're only a molehill. I can step on you. I don't even have to do effort. I can just step over you. I can step over you. How many times can you step over your issues? 
that which is holding you back is not a mountain, it's a molehill compared to your God. When you're right up next to it, it feels massive. But if you can look from God's eye and you can look down, you can see what's other side of it. You can see what's other side of it. This is the time of Zerubbabel. This is the time of understanding what the angel of God is trying to tell you. It says God woke him up and took him to the vision so that he could understand that God wants to bring him through and past his problem that seemed as big as a mountain. It seemed as big and insurmountable like a mountain. You're nothing but a molehill. He proceeded to set the cornerstone in place, accompanied by yes, yes, do it. God is saying to Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel was trying to build a temple and he ran out of money in building the temple. He ran out of the ability to finish the job. And God says, you are going to finish it. You are going to finish it and you are going to accomplish what God has set you out to do. So I want you to take courage, people. I want you to hear God in this time. After that, the word came to Zerubbabel, starting rebuilding the temple and he will complete it whatever you have started in your life and you felt like you've run out of steam you feel like it's not going the way it should be going God says you will complete it you will complete it you will complete it next verse that you will be confirmation that will be your confirmation that God of the angel army sent me to you does anyone dare despise the day of small beginnings? They'll change their tune when they see Zerubbabel setting the last stone in place. God is saying, don't worry where you are now. It might not be going as fast as you thought. It might not be happening even as fast as it speaks about in Jeremiah 29. You might say, God, I know your plans is to prosper me, but I'm not seeing it. God says, don't despise the days of small beginnings. Don't look down on slow progress. Don't look down on the little steps you take. Because God is saying, you are going to finish what he has started. You're going to complete. And those that have judged you, those that have said to you, no, you're not going to do it. Even like Ashley mentioned just now. They're going to change their tune. Because God is going to allow you to do it. Whoa, praise God, praise God. Going back to the vision, the messenger angel said, the seven lamps are the eyes of God probing the dark corners of the world like searchlights. The eyes of God are looking. What is he looking for? This scripture doesn't tell us what he's looking for. God's eyes are all across the world and looking into the world like searchlights. What is he looking for? Turn with me to 2 Chronicles 16. Let's just jump a little bit, sorry, Craig. 2 Chronicles 16 and verse 9. The eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth. Same as the other scripture. Why? To strengthen those whose hearts are like fully committed to Him. God wants to strengthen those who are committed to Him. Are you committed to God? So what does God want to do? 
He's looking around. Who's struggling? Who can I help? Where's somebody that I can strengthen? His eyes are looking like searchlights for those that are struggling. His eyes are looking searchlights for those that needs to be strengthened. And he's saying, I want to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. You've done a foolish thing. And then from now on, you will be at war. This was a king that thought he could do anything without God. He looked for treaties. He went into the temple and took the gold from the temple to go give it to another king to say, don't attack me. But otherwise, he took off what is God's and gave it to a man that he was fearful of. And God says to him, I'm looking to intervene in your situation, but you skipping me, you're doing, going to men when you should be going to God. You're going to the natural when you should be going to the spiritual. But I want to strengthen you. I'm looking around like searchlights, looking where's the person hiding in the dark who cannot stand anymore. Where's the person who has done everything they can and they don't know where to turn to? I want to strengthen that one. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, let's turn to Isaiah 35. Even the wilderness and the desert will be glad in those days. The wasteland will rejoice and blossom with spring. Yes, there will be abundance of flowers and singing and joy. So all these passages we've looked at, it sort of like had two sides. Had a side of struggling and a side of joy. Has had joy in the midst of suffering. The desert will become as green as the mountains of Lebanon, as lovely as Mount Carmel or the plain of Sharon. There will be display of his glory there the Lord will display his glory the splendor of our God so he talks about first a wilderness trouble dry arid nothing then he says in that day what day is that the day of the Lord that which is arid and dry and not successful and not gaining traction is going to become green and lovely and powerful and singing and joy and flowers God says, I'm going to turn your situation around. I'm going to turn it around. Do you believe me? With this news, strengthen those who have tired hands. And encourage those who have weak knees. Lord Jesus, for everyone that has become discouraged. For everyone that has felt, I can't carry this burden anymore. For everyone who's got tired hands, Lord Jesus. We want to declare the word of God. And we want to say, don't give up. Don't get so tired that you give up. Just allow him to strengthen you. Because he's looking out for you. He's got searchlights on that are roaming to and fro through the world and saying, where do I find somebody that I can strengthen? Who is in trouble? I want to be with them. He wants to give you this good news. He wants to tell you. It's time to understand that I'm going to take whatever is a mess and turn it into joy. Whatever is tired and weak and feeble, and I'm going to strengthen it. Oh, sure. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong and do not fear. 
for your God is coming to destroy your enemies. He's coming to save you. When the anointing of God lets you just for a moment understand how much He cares for those that are struggling, how much He cares for those who have become weak during 2020, who has got tired during 2020, who is feeling that they need to be saved. You cannot deny the emotion. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong and do not fear, for your God is coming to destroy your enemies and He's coming to save you. And when He comes, He will open the eyes of the blind and unplug the ears of the deaf. The lame will leap like deer. Just now we saw in Zerubbabel, when he spoke about, you will be like a king of the mountain. It says the same here. The lame will leap like deer. And those who cannot speak will sing for joy. Come on. Satan has silenced some voices in this crowd. He has silenced some people that used to speak out the promises of God. But then circumstances and pressure and things not going the way you expected them has made you shut up. It's time to take this scripture and I say, God, I'm going to sing, not dependent on what my situation is, but dependent upon what you said. Yes. Dependent on what you said. Yes. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yes. Oh. And when he comes, he will open the eyes of the blind and unplug the ears of the deaf. The lame will leap like deer, and those who cannot speak will sing for joy. And springs will gush forth in the wilderness, and streams will water the wasteland. You are supposed to be one where the river of living water flows out of. You are supposed to be the one who brings joy and breakthrough into those that are struggling. But life has sometimes silenced us. And God says, I'm unplugging that well. I'm unplugging it. And there's going to flow fresh streams in the wilderness. And streams will water the wasteland. The parched ground will become a pool. Are you feeling dry? Like mud that has been left in the sun. It's all cracked up. There's no sign of water at the bottom of the dams that dry up in the drought. The parched ground will become a pool. And springs of water will satisfy the thirsty land. Marsh grass and reeds and rushes will flourish where desert jackals once lived. God is saying to me, tell the people whose lives are feeling like desert that it's going to change into an oasis. It's going to change. It's going to change. It's time for change. It is time for change. A great road will go through that once deserted land. It will be named the Highway of Holiness. Where there is no way, God is going to make a highway. Where there is no way, no plan, nothing, God is going to build a highway. God is going to build the Highway of Holiness. Evil-minded people will never travel on it. It will only be for those who walk in God's ways. Fools will never walk there. There is a cost of walking on this road. There is a laying down of our own plans. The laying down of doing things my way. 
We have to go with God's way. Just like the king had to saying, I can't take the silver and gold out of the temple to go make a treaty with a man that I think is more powerful than my God. I can't do it because it's foolish things to do. Verse 10 or verse 9, Lions will not lurk along its course, nor any other ferocious beasts. There will be no other dangers. Only the redeemed will walk on it. Those who have been ransomed by the Lord will return. They will enter Jerusalem with singing, crowned with everlasting joy. Sorrow and mourning will disappear, and they will be filled with joy and gladness. The word of God to Frontline City Church and its members and those who are here today or listening on Facebook or YouTube is that things are going to change. Things are going to change for the better. Things will not stay dry and parched. Things will not stay in difficulty. You will not always be mourning. God will give you joy in the morning. Just like today, it's all beautiful raining outside during the night. Everything just feels fresh and green today. It feels different to yesterday. And so God says, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to make a change. If you want some prayer in this area, come up. Put up for us again 2 Chronicles 16 and verse 9, please. The eyes of the Lord ranges throughout the earth. To strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. God is looking for people that he can strengthen. Who is the ones that he's going to strengthen? Don't rely upon anything else but him. If you want ministry, come up. I want to pray over you. I believe God wants to strengthen us in this time. As we end 2020, we're going to end in a strong position. We're going to end not feeble, not fearful, not tired, not dry and parched. But we are going to end powerful, knowing that the power of God is here to carry us forward. A physical healing. Lord God, I pray over those that have got either illness or illness of somebody at home. I'm asking you, Lord God, to intervene in their situation. I'm asking you to do a miracle healing. Father, change the situation. Let those that cannot stand be ones who jump up and run and do cartwheels and sing for joy. Because you have done a miracle, my God. My God, my God. Father God, and now for all of those who are here, because of pressure, financial or situational, lost jobs, lack of salary, reduced salary, lack of business, breakthrough that is needed in the financial realm. If that's you, just raise your hand so that I know that's what we're praying for. Lord Jesus, your people have got tired. Your people have got weak. Your people have faced so many challenges in this year. Father, but we bring it to you because we know it is through your word that these things change. Father, we take joy in knowing that the prophetic word to Frontline City Church is that things will change. Parched, dry areas will turn into green marshland, will turn into absolute growth and multiplication. 
Lord God, I pray as we go into this week, as we go into this December week, that we would just be strengthened on the inside and we would go through this week knowing that you have us in your hand and you have a plan for us out of Jeremiah 29 and verse 11. And you are busy working out your plan. And when we get tired and so on, we just look towards you and we speak life and we embrace your blessing with all we have. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We hope that you enjoyed today's message. Our services are streamed live on our Facebook page every Sunday morning at 9.30. For more information and resources, please go to our website, www.frontlinecitychurch.co.za or look us up on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube.